0: Hello and thank you for joining us here at ID Sports as we talk about our 2021 season projections for the Jacksonville Jaguars. While today we are here talking about staff projections for the Jacksonville Jaguars, we're also happy to announce our partnership with Thrive Fantasy for the 2021 season. We're talking fantasy projections today, so why not take our statistical analysis to the next level? Thrive Fantasy is like a DFS competition where you choose ten player props each week to compete against others based on real player over/unders. Hit the most props, score the most points, and win a share of our awesome prize pools. Over one hundred forty thousand dollars in guaranteed prizes for NFL Week One includes Thrive Fantasy's one hundred K guarantee. Um, for just twenty dollars, you can take a pot. Um, a piece of the pot that is over $20,000 to the number one uh, first place winner. Use promo code I80sports, that is I80sports, when you sign up today, and you will receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Download Thrive Fantasy at the App Store or visit ThriveFantasy.com. And remember, to hashtag prop up. Hmm. All right, let's get started, guys. Uh, we are here. I am Bob My co-host, Steve, and below us on the screen is Rob from Sports Bliss with Rob and Chris. Rob, give us a second to introduce yourself and let us know where we can find your content.
1: Yeah, you can find us at com. You could also find our podcast on any of the platforms, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, all of the major ones. It's Sports Bliss with Rob and Chris with a K.
0: All right, talking about all kinds of sports uh, based or in the Florida area down there, so it's perfect. We have them yeah. talking today about the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that starts with Trevor Lawrence, top prospect in high school, top prospect in college, top prospect probably in middle school, maybe elementary school. He was uh, knocking dingers on the playground. I don't know. This is the guy who is um, we've been waiting for. We've been waiting years. I haven't projected at 4,005 total yards, 29 touchdowns, and eight interceptions in a monster rookie campaign. Steve, where do you
2: have him? Um, I have, well, I mean, he's currently projected as quarterback 14 with an ADP of 10.01. My projection for him is quarterback 15. I have him with 4876 passing yards, 32 touchdowns, Um, Also, because he's also because he did have some rushing in college, I gave him 304 rushing yards with five additional touchdowns there. Um, And I think that since the Jaguars defense is still not going to be that good, the Jaguars will still have to throw a lot. And fortunately, um, Lawrence has a bounty of weapons that he can get the ball to absolutely
0: and when i did my rankings i actually landed him at uh, quarterback 20 which is six spots below um consensus and that's mostly because i projected most of the rookies for like 15 games 16 games 17 games and his per game splits were just a little lower than some of those guys but i absolutely love trevor lawrence this year and i love him in fantasy but what i'm doing this year in fantasy either i'm grabbing one of the top quarterbacks which uh if they fall to me, it's not going to happen. But what I like to do, and, and check this strategy out, Steve grab Kirk Cousins or Matt Ryan, one of those steady quarterbacks who maybe doesn't offer the upside they used to, but is going to offer you a high floor. And then mm-hmm. looking lock up trevor lawrence because that is you know it's a swing for the fences that's what trevor lawrence is he could put up the best i mean it's within the realm of possibility that we're talking about trevor lawrence next year as having the best rookie season ever for a quarterback that is within the realm that is firmly within the realm of possibilities here but i need kirk cousins or matt ryan on my roster to really make sure i can knock a couple weeks home at a baseline before i really uh take that swing so it's a strategy i absolutely love this season And, uh, I love Trevor Lawrence,
2: Rob, down to you. And, 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 you know, the thing is, is I I like what you said about pairing him with someone like Matt Ryan, because Matt Ryan doesn't have a very high ADP, but in my, but in my projection rankings, I have him as quarterback seven. So like you, you pair Matt Ryan with Trevor Lawrence in a, especially in a, um, two QB or a super flex league that, that would, that would be the gateway to a lot of points there.
1: Yeah, I, I like that strategy too, but I don't know that I would touch Kirk Cousins. And it has nothing to do with the way he plays. I think it's his stance <laughs> on COVID right now because I don't mm-hmm. think you can trust him. Is he going to miss games or not? You know, he's already... It, it, the the owner, one of the owners of the Vikings was talking on the radio here. They just bought the Orlando City Soccer. yes, And they were talking about their policy and their struggle with their players getting the COVID vaccine. And that's going to make them test the players more. And so... I think the Vikings may struggle with this this year and, and their ownership is very frustrated by it. So I think your strategy with Matt Ryan is great, but I don't know about the Kirk Cousins this year. Well, well Kirk Cousins, that, that I move. mean, we have Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson as
0: like top 25 guys. You have, you know, a, a running back in Dalvin Cook who's going to catch a lot of balls. I, it's not that even that I really love Kirk Cousins. It's just that I don't see any way he, those guys can't be as good as we expect them to be. And he's not also
1: that guy so I'm around with it wow. yeah yeah no I think he's got great talent as long as he's on the field yeah so it's just if he's not on there or not
0: that's a strategy there we're going with Trevor Lawrence but let's look at the tools that he has this season some of the guys around him because there were some question marks at, that happened at the NFL draft and I want to touch on that a little bit because James Robinson was the incumbent when Fournette left early uh in last excuse me when Fournette Left just before the season started there were question marks what are they doing at the running back position james robinson answered 240 rushes 1070 yards 49 receptions for 344 10 total touchdowns that is a great year for some that you got for absolutely free in your fantasy drafts oh, maybe I even off them. of waivers and then the jaguars in real life said oh we need to double down at this position and draft Travis Etienne, one of the best running back prospects. So I I like that pick, just not on a team that already had a James Robinson. And that's going to affect what he does this season. This year, I have him at 180 rushing attempts, 783 yards and five touchdowns, adding 60 targets for 49 receptions, 344 and two receiving touchdowns. That is a step back from what he did last season. I don't like that. I need to do that. Why did we draft Travis Etienne? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about James Robinson.
2: Yeah, um, Robinson is currently running back twenty two with an ADP of four hundred three. But I'm gonna I'm gonna save my comments um, for James Robinson when we talk about Etienne because and you'll see why. When we talk about where they uh, stack up, I have
0: Robinson running back twenty nine on my big board, which is seven spots below where he's going in fantasy drafts. If I'm looking in the fourth round for a running back, I need someone who's a guaranteed hit or has that upside. I think Robinson has neither of those and he's not that i have a do not touch list but he's as close as i can get to a do not touch and it's not because i don't see him having a valuable season and getting those stats there are different ways to see this i don't want to draft someone who's going to be good for the first 10 weeks and not perform in the fantasy playoffs Mm -hmm. i don't want someone who's a question mark all season long and in the fourth round that's someone who needs to start 17 weeks on my fantasy roster, or 15 weeks, 60, however many weeks you play. James Robinson's not that guy, so I got to fade him here. And we're gonna go over to Rob and see what he thinks about James Robinson.
1: Yeah, I like what you're saying there because I like James Robinson. I like his talent. I like all that. I think it also goes with a rookie quarterback, even though we all expect Trevor Lawrence throw the ball everywhere, be everything. I think they're gonna be somewhat conservative and run the ball because their defense is better. They. They got a lot of players in, a lot of players off of injury. Their D-line's better. Their offensive line's better. Their secondary is going to be fire. It's going to be locked down. They're talking about playing a lot of man, playing a three-three-five. So I think their defense is going to be a lot better, and they're going to lean on that a lot to try to take the pressure off of Lawrence so they don't have to score as many points. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that? You do it with a running game. But what I'm scared with that with James Robinson is ETN is – urban Meyers guy. And he sees him as a Percy Harvin. That's the way he views him. And that was one of his favorite players of all the time. He's going to be putting him out in the slot. He's going to be running him out of the backfield. He's going to be doing wildcats with him. He's going to use him a lot, I think. And if tradition goes the way he likes to use that type of player. So it kind of scares me for James Robinson.
0: Absolutely. The urban Meyer is definitely a, uh, a wild card here. I think James Robinson... He's like one of those guys, and, and not that he can't catch the ball, but I just I see him more as a traditional fit, as in Travis Etienne, who we're going to talk about in just a second. Um, he's that guy. He could be a wide receiver in the NFL if he really put his mind to it after a couple seasons. I mean, four amazing years with Clemson, 6,107 scrimmage yards and 78 total touchdowns. That is a college portfolio, gentlemen. That is mm-hmm. how we put it together. Um, I wanted him to go to a team where he's going to be an absolute workhorse from the beginning, landing in not such a great spot. And again, I just, I see Robinson starting and then maybe Travis Etienne taking over the end of the season. I don't see this as a true split. I see it kind of, uh, first half of the season, second half in season, kind of a split. Travis Etienne, I have him at 120 rushes, um, 612 yards, seven touchdowns. I have him two receiving touchdowns yardage and receptions is is a question mark for me it, it does he have you know a true do they do the guy it's urban meyer they can go out on the field with two running backs i don't know what they're going to do
1: and i don't <laughs> think anyone else does Which either i actually think they're going to do i think yeah. they will do that kind of stuff they'll put them both out there and then split atn out or whatever but it's it's definitely going to decrease both of their production it's kind of that tight end situation they have we Carlos Hyde. They can episode. have three
2: running backs in the backfield for all <laughs> i know <laughs> Well, Etienne is currently running back 26 with an ADP of 504. Um, and I actually do think that both running backs have a great deal of value just in different ways. Um, I think, I think that Robinson is going to get the volume rushing. I have him, I have him with the bulk of the carries with 277 rushes for 1246 and four touchdowns, but I have the receiving load going to Etienne who will, um, who with his rushing stats, Etienne, I think will still have 691 rushing yards, but I have him with, um, 500, Hundred and nine receiving yards. How many receptions did I give him? I gave him sixty-eight reception. I mean fifty-two receptions on sixty-eight targets. Um, and and because of that, I actually have them in my projected rankings right next to each other at running back twenty-three and twenty-four respectively, and both of them with two hundred and twelve points. I just, um, just James Robinson got a little bit of a bump with, um, to 212.2 points, but I do think that both backs will have, um, value and a role in this offense.
0: Absolutely. And let's not conflate, um, fantasy relevance for real NFL football relevance. I mean, they're going to be great. They're going to be great for their team. It's just not, maybe not great for my fantasy team, especially not Robinson (laughs) in the fourth round. I don't want any part of that, but when we talk about Travis Etienne, I mean, if you're looking at Dynasty in a keeper league, just remember his pedigree, what he did in college. He is that guy. It's just in redraft, which is what we talk about on the show majority of the time, not necessarily going to be a
1: superstar this
0: season. No.
1: Yeah, because Urban Meyer's going to do everything to make that pick successful, by the way, because he caught a lot of flack by taking him in the first round, but he truly believes in him. So he's going to give him the ball a lot He's going to tell the offense to give him the ball a lot. And they're going to push him because Urban Meyer doesn't like to be wrong. And so he, that's just in the psyche of him. I think he's really going to push this player to be successful.
0: Yes. But I mean, we've started even Urban Meyer in college football. Um, That's another wild card. I mean, Urban Meyer, he could have a great coaching season. He could have a terrible season. I mean, I don't even know. So we got to talk about some wide receivers. We're going to move on from this running back disaster here that is going down in the Jacksonville Jaguars (laughs) and talk about three wide receivers. My strategy for wide receivers for coming from the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I truly believe all three of the guys we're going to talk about today could easily step up and be the number one. Just grab one of them. I don't necessarily care which one. Um, find one that falls in, onto your board and grab one of them. Let's start with DJ Shark, someone who I think has the highest floor but the lowest ceiling on this team. Had an exciting 2020 season. Um, we were excited to take him then. Little less excited to take him now. I haven't projected at about 124 targets, 72 receptions, 971 yards, and six touchdowns, which are almost his career per 16s to a T that is what he's averaging over the course of his NFL career I'm not having him take a huge step forward I'm not having him take a huge step back I think TJ Shark is going to be what he is and that's kind of a known commodity by this point in NFL drafts let's talk about where he's going
2: yeah, he is currently wide receiver 32 with an ADP of 801. And uh, Shark is 72 in my rankings. Um, I have him falling off hard with 86 targets, 50 receptions, 675 yards, and four touchdowns. So I'm a hard pass on him.
1: What do we think there, Rob? DJ Shark. Yeah, I, I think you're right with your strategy. I think take one of the receivers because I think they're all going to get their share. I think Lawrence is going to spread the ball around. He's a smart quarterback. He hits the open guy quite on, honestly all the time. So I think they're going to get their fair share, and they're going to ride the hot guy, whoever's open. So I, I don't. I, I like Shark. I like seeing him last year. So I don't think he's a bad pick. But I think He has it around. guys around him now. Yeah, yeah that was part and of he his value lucky. was opportunity. And, and, and they had him. a lot of injuries in the wide receivers last year, also. So it's going to help him out. He's going to be more open this year.
0: Let's talk about mm-hmm. one of the more exciting players on this offense, and that's going to be Laviska Chenault Jr. I love Laviska Chenault Jr., but unlike a lot of players who see him being a huge downfield target, someone who's going to shine as a superstar, I see him a lot, almost like a Golden Tate, and that, that's not a dig. I love Golden Tate, one of my favorite NFL players of all time. His average depth of target last year was only 6.2 yards, but eight broken tackles, 298 yards after the catch. Those are great numbers all across the board. He could take a step forward and be the downfield field stretcher. I mean, I know player profiler has him most comparable to A.J. Brown. That's just not what I see. I think it's going to depend on usage, not role or ability. And uh, for my purposes, that's fine. He doesn't need to be a downfield target. He can get six average depth of target again (laughs) this season and be very valuable. I'm with 105 targets, 74 receptions. Seven hundred seventy-two yards and seven receiving
2: touchdowns. Um, and Chenault is currently wide receiver forty-one with an ADP of nine ten. Um, and Chenault is my is my receiver to own in this offense. I have him with one hundred and five targets, um, uh, seventy-eight receptions, nine hundred and sixty yards, and six touchdowns. Um, I also have because he's also a runner. Um, he did. He did get a quite a. Uh, he did get some work rushing last year. I have him with 102 yards, um, and that puts him at wide receiver 27, way above his ADP, and a solid buy for me. Like, uh, um, I know that we're not doing my guys right now, but like, Chenault is one. Of, is going to be one of my guys to own this year. I love it. I have him as my
0: wide receiver 26. Um, your yardage per reception is very, very high. Um, and like he does have that yard after catch ability. But if he's catching balls at or behind the line of scrimmage, I don't necessarily think that is where he's going to score um, his points. But in a very uh, dense population of wide receivers who are all scoring a similar, similar amount of points, I think LaVisca Chanel has that opportunity to take that upside. Again, he is my wide receiver twenty-six. So at forty-one, he is the best value. Do you need to reach for him? No. Am I going to reach for him? No, because I would be just as happy grabbing Marvin Jones four rounds later. And we're going to talk about that now in just a second. But Rob, I want your thoughts on Laviska Chenault?
1: You know, I liked him last year a lot. He he made plays, like you said. He has the break ability to get away and make yards after the catch, and I think that's. Maybe the strategy of the Jaguars, do those quick passes to the outside, and then bring everybody up, have the running game going, and then throw over the top because Trevor Lawrence can do it all. And so I think you're gonna see them try to get some big playability out of guys. That's the way these these coaches now look at it on offense. Explosive plays win game, whether it's on defense or offense. So they're gonna try to break plays, get everybody sucked up, and then get the one on one. And I think either one of these receivers could do that and extend their plays. And he could be a gadget guy on an offense that's going to run a lot of gadget plays. We hear gadget
0: player used as (laughs) a negative term way too often in fantasy football. But if you use the gadget, it, it no longer needs to be a fantasy black hole, right?
2: yeah um and uh, by the way, you were talking about um yards per yards per catch uh, um i uh, his career average of, well in his first season is is 10.3. i just put him at 12.3 because i do think that he's going to be that number one receiver, so that's why i gave him a, a little bit of a of a bump there so that that's why that's why it's a little bit different than your numbers. Let's finish up and
0: talk about a wide receiver who's never been that true number one that we've been waiting an opportunity. We hear about him all the time, a player who I've loved throughout his career. That is Marvin Jones, had a lot of career ups and downs, but I think now he's in a place where he really has a chance to shine. He is the veteran wide receiver on this core that he just joins this season. Don't ask how that works, but it does. The numbers uh, check out. I am at 120 targets, 72 receptions, and 900 yards, eight touchdowns on the 2021 season. Having a career year. I love myself some Marvin Jones.
2: Yeah, and he is currently wide receiver 57 with an ADP of 1305. Um, I have him as my wide receiver 49. Both you and I have him way above his ADP. Um, I have him with 97 targets, 60 receptions, 852 yards, and 6 touchdowns. Um, So those are pretty solid numbers. But I, I have a proposition for you last year last year you and I did um, Ronald Jones and Leonard fournette do you want do you, do you want this to be our water bet for this year oh, man. you want to lose again if, if you're giving me odds if you're giving me like
0: 60 40 odds on this I might be taking it <laughs> I love LaVisca Channel I love Marvin Jones uh, Marvin Jones we saw him play really well in Detroit with Matt Stafford um, this still might be the best quarterback play he's ever seen in his career um, can he stay on the field He's averaged 100 like five targets through 16 games. Um, he's had a thousand yard season before, which is something that we can't say about anyone else here. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm Marvin Jones or right. Lavisca.
2: All right. I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to
0: take Lavisca. Mark yep. I have Marvin Jones as my wide receiver, 28, which is <laughs> quite a bit of value on where he's going. That's almost like three rounds. And again, I'm fine. I am not leaving drafts without a Jaguars wide receiver this year. And I don't care who it is. Oh, yeah.
2: But apparently, I mean, I per- apparently I do.
0: Apparently I do. Apparently <laughs> I do because I have to, I have to homer for Marvin Jones now.
2: I, I mean, I, 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 every, every mock draft I did, I always took Lavishka, whether around one round or two rounds um, earlier than his ADP. I like, I'm just, uh, he's, he's, he's my guy. He's my homer pick for this year. So, Rob, now that we've talked about all three of these wide receiver options, what do you think?
1: You know, I like Chenault or Chark actually out of, out of the three, the best for me, but you know, typical loser response. Exactly. Jones hasn't (laughs) been there, but I, you know, like I said, I think it's, he's going to spread the ball around. I think one interesting thing is the Jaguar schedule. So it's like, they're almost like a donut. They're playing either really good playoff teams or teams that only won like four games. So I think it may be a feast or famine somewhat, too, where you have really big games for some of these guys, and then there's going to be some games where they underperform. But if you can get the production out of the whole year and just enough on those games, then you're going to be looking good. Building
0: Urban Meyer, the uh, the uh,
1: statue outside the stadium one week and burning it down the next?
2: Yeah, I think, I think they're going to give him
1: time. You know, it, it was reported that 15,000 people showed up at their scrimmage on Saturday or Sunday, whichever it was. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. And they're real excited there. So,
0: when we do have to finish up and talk about some tight ends here Tim Uh, Tebow, James O'Shaughnessy, Luke Farrell, it's a no thanks for me. I have a very small number of targets, only 65 to spread out to all three tight ends. mm -hmm. I don't see any of them having any fantasy relevance. There is a prop bet on Tim Tebow having, um, 0.5 0.5 catches this season so the prop is basically is he in uniform game one because if he is you win the prop bet if he is not you lose the prop bet tim tebow let's, why don't we start with that over <laughs> under we'll, we'll all go around the table over under on tim tebow with 0.5 receptions this season i say under
2: I mean, I have him marked down for 10 receptions for 103 yards and a touchdown, so I guess guess I'm
1: over. Bet, 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 bet. Oh, my God, this is hard because I I think what's going to happen in reality is he's going to start the season on the practice squad. They're not going to get rid of him. They're at least going to put him on the practice squad because Urban Meyer wants him around. But will he actually make it on the field? I, I really don't know that. From what I've seen, they they talked about in practice how they've been throwing to him, but the cornerbacks are all over him. The defensive backs are all over him. He's not getting any separation. So even if he's in the game, I don't think he's going to catch a pass, to be honest with you. <laughs> he I, has I, to. I'm if going. he starts in the game, he's
0: going to get, they're going to force feed him. They're going to hand it off. Yeah, they're going to do something to get the ball, get the ball the
1: in it. his hands. Yeah, he'll run the ball, but I, Ooh, I'll I go over. Why not? I oh, should have put over the good, because yeah. our
0: our partner Thrive Fantasy does not want to hear you passing on prop bets. So we have a uh, one <laughs> one under and two overs for Tim Tebow. Okay, there we go.
2: <laughs> you heard it here first, people. <laughs> but I'm going with one catch. We we've talked about we've talked about Tim Tebow much longer than we should be talking about Tim Tebow.
0: So Steve, since we made a bet on wide receivers so far this season, do you want to make a, a bet on tight ends so far this season?
2: No. <laughs> I don't want to talk about over Tim under anymore. on
0: Tim Tebow with 0. 0.5 fantasy receptions.
2: I don't want to talk about Tim Tebow anymore. <laughs> I'd much rather I'd much rather talk about Luke Pharrell because I think because while because I have um I have a hundred I have just over I have about just under 110 targets allocated to the tight end position and I have right now because James O'Shaughnessy is the veteran. Um, I, on the team, I gave him the most with 72. Um, I have the rookie Luke Farrell with 33 targets and Tim Tebow with 13 targets. Um, the uh, the only reason I have target more targets allocated to the tight end position is because what what are rookie quarterbacks' best friends? That's always the tight end. Um, so I, I, I'm I'm more I'm more hoping that Luke Farrell will will be the emerging tight end here. But for right now I have to give it to James O'Shaughnessy.
0: I'm giving all those slants and inside routes to LaVisca Schnall. I'm not interested in anything going on. <laughs> um wearing an eight on the back of their jersey. Um, so Tim Tebow, Shaughnessy, Fluke Farrell, they're out. Don't care. Don't don't fair. care what they're offering. Yeah.
1: I, I think I think they're gonna go to the slot or to a back. Okay. And That's
0: I don't fair. think the That's tight fair. ends
1: are gonna get much in this. Rob, season. before
0: we head out, why don't you uh, plug your channel one more time, let us know where we can find your content.
1: Yeah, you can find us on sportsblisswithrobinchris.com. That's Chris with a K and K-R-I-S. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. And we come out with episodes every Tuesday and Friday talking about Florida sports mainly, the NFL, NBA, college football. We love college football a lot, so we talk a lot of SEC and the American Athletic Conference because we follow UCF and UF.
0: Awesome. And you can find us at IED sports, youtube.com backslash IED sports. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us right here on YouTube. Make sure you drop a comment, drop a like, subscribe. So you can get notified when we drop new videos, we're covering all 32 NFL teams. And then we are uh, back into fantasy land before the beginning of the NFL season. Follow us weekly as we do our uh, fantasy show and prop bets um, for the coming NFL season. Thank you for joining us guys. Thank you for watching ID Sports.